You're listening to the Abundance Attitude Podcast, where you will cultivate the mental attitude that unleashes the abundance already inside you. I'm your host, Leah Pearson, manifestation expert and personal development obsessed, and your spiritual mentor. Think of this podcast as your daily dose of personal development, mindset, and the place to develop the faith, belief, and certainty in yourself and manifesting your desires. If you're ready to not just learn manifestation, but master it and live a life of abundance, you're in the right place. With that being said, let's dive into this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Abundance Attitude Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pearson, here to dish it out. Okay. First of all, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I have probably, I haven't checked today, but I probably have over 50 plays with just three episodes. And that might not sound a lot to you, but to me it is because I literally thought that I was going to get like five plays. So, Um, I don't know if the plays are coming from my Instagram, people just searching about manifestation or mindset or maybe just personal development. I don't know. So I wanted to ask you guys, if you guys do listen, and especially if you love the episode or got something from it, I would love, love, love if you DM me, share your takeaways, um, put it on your Instagram story or leave a review or something just so I can know. Um, who's listening, who's my audience, who's getting value from this, and how I can continue helping you and just connect with you as well because, you know, I started this to connect with you guys on a deeper level, and so it would just be, like, really helpful to know who you are, people. I don't bite. I want to say hello. So I would love, love, love if you would do that. Okay, so now that that spiel's out of the way, I'm super excited for this episode because if you guys have been following me for a while, you know that I do take a very, I don't want to say scientific, but it is scientific because scientific kind of seems boring, but I really like to take a practical approach to manifestation um, and developing your mind and creating the life that you want to because um, although I am a spiritual person and I get into spiritual rituals with like, um, you know, um, chanting and stuff, um, like Omani Padme Home is like a is a an abundance frequency um, ritual that I do, and you know I uh, do sage and meditation and and I have crystals and like all those beautiful things, but when it comes down to it, manifestation is very scientific and it's very psychological, and I really like to hit on that because I just know that I'm going to attract people that resonate with me, and when I first heard about manifestation and how you can, you know, have your thoughts or creating things and changing your, um, the way you think can change your life and all this stuff, you know, it did come from a very spiritual approach. And so when I dove deeper and connected all the dots, um, it made more sense to me. And then once I was able to implement, um, after connecting those dots, I was able to manifest, um, intentionally because remember everything is a manifestation in our life, whether we're consciously doing it or not. Um, it just really, really connected the dots for me. And then after I connected the dots, that's why I created the abundance attitude because I was just like, I want to be able to show people this side, um, dive deeper into, 
yeah, the psychological aspects of it and how we do have this infinite ability within us and that is through our subconscious mind. And so this episode is going to be about shifting your reality through your self-image. What does that mean? Um, why does it happen? Like, uh, and why does that, why is that kind of like your manifesting powerhouse essentially? Um, and it's funny because in my course, the, um, Abundant Soul Academy, um, you know, I say our, the first module is your greatest power. And it's because I really do think that having a subconscious mind plus a desire is your greatest power because you can bring it into fruition, um, because your subconscious mind is literally the gateway to infinite possibilities. And, um, it's giving you that desire for a reason because your higher self, um, through the subconscious knows that it's like made for you and that you have the ability to have manifested, I should say. And, um, yeah. And so it, it really, I saw that, you know, people sell themselves short. They think that I have this desire and then they're just like, it's wishful think thinking. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not even hopeful. I just like, wouldn't it be nice mentality basically? Oh, wouldn't it be nice? Um, and I also used to have that mentality. Oh, wouldn't it be nice? And then like, like diving into these medical metaphysical principles, guys, learning what manifestation actually is and learning what personal development can do and mindset and, and getting rid of limiting beliefs and working with your subconscious mind, just, it just opened up this whole new world for me. And that's just what I want for you to realize that even right now, if your dream life is looks a million miles away from your current reality, um, just having that mindset is going to keep you from the dream life, right? Because you're, you're going to be in an energy of like lacking it, but learning what we're going to learn in this episode, the self, the self image, um, it, you're, you're going to be more compelled and take the correct action towards that dream life. Okay. So I don't even know. I am already ranting because I just love this so much. But, um, so if I didn't say it, this episode is about shifting your new, shifting into a new reality, uh, with your self image. Okay. And so let's dive into it. So, I was just mentioning the subconscious mind, guys. And so you have your conscious mind, which is what you're using right now listening to this podcast, and you have your subconscious mind, and um, that is your emotional and habitual uh, mind, okay? You can't have brain surgery, and you can't open up your your head and see, um, oh, that's the conscious mind, that's the subconscious mind, okay? The brain is just the instrument that the subconscious mind uses, okay? It's the organ the subconscious mind uses. Um, and it kind of makes sense because the subconscious mind is what also allows us to, you know, type on a computer without thinking, uh, drive, you know, when you've been, when you first learn to drive, you have to use your conscious mind, but then eventually we can just like drive without really thinking. Um, it pumps our blood through our veins. It literally allows us to breathe without thinking. Um, and it's in every single part of your cells. Every single cell has infinite intelligence, um, within it. And that's just how your body literally lives. <laughs> it's actually like pretty amazing. And if you don't know this, I actually have a biology degree and chemistry degree. And so I think that's why I take so like this approach into manifestation because it just makes sense. Um, it just makes sense to me. I'm just like, you know, the practical and, um, the practical side of reality and the metaphysical side of reality, it just like meshes it all together and just makes sense. Okay. So your self image is stored in your subconscious mind. 
Okay. Now more about the subconscious mind. The thing about this is it is a, it's something called a servo mechanism. Okay. And a servo mechanism that you can like kind of think of it like a computer, I guess, but it is actively always going towards a goal. Okay. Your subconscious mind always wants to go towards a goal right? And this is why it's important in manifestation when people say like, know what you want and be really clear about it. Because if you don't have a goal in life, if you just kind of go, you know, day to day without having a plan or yeah, just a goal, like what do you want? What the, what do you want in your life? Right? How do you want to live? Who do you want to become? If you don't have that, your subconscious mind is just, go- is just going to take everything recorded from the past and continue to bring it into your reality and life today, right? Because it is a recorder. Your subconscious mind has recorded everything from since you were literally out into the world when you were born to you listening to this podcast right now, okay? And so it has recorded everything. And so if you don't put new ideas into it, guys. It's just going to continually manifest the same life over and over and over again. And this is what happens to people. And this is what happens when people do set a manifestation and it doesn't happen. And people are like, you know, manifestation doesn't work. And I've been doing all the things and, you know, I've been saying my affirmations. I've been meditating or like I I can't meditate. So therefore I can't manifest and all that stuff. And I made a vision board and whatever. Okay. Whatever you hear to do. All right. And this is why like I get kind of irritated in the manifestation world because I'm like, okay, you know, affirmations and your vision board, you know, that is kind of working with your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind learns through repetition, but usually those things take a long time. Um, to seep into your subconscious mind and so then people just give up right because energy has to rearrange people and and that doesn't happen overnight um, especially when it's just kind of like surface level things right there's actually techniques to clear limiting beliefs and tap into your subconscious subconscious mind like way faster um, which I'm not really going to dive into this episode but there are modalities to tap into your subconscious mind um, you know right then and there uh, like through hypnosis and stuff like that right But anyways, so our self-image, so it takes, guys, the servo mechanism, our subconscious mind is going to take our self-image as a goal, okay? And so this is kind of what I was saying in the sense of if you don't have a goal, it's just going to use your past experiences, use your past thoughts, use your past feelings, use your past beliefs um, to create your world, all right? And so... This is kind of where it happens when you do set a goal and then all of a sudden you start to feel worry, doubt, anxiousness, fear. I can't do it. I'm not good enough. Who am I to do that? Okay. What is that? That is your subconscious creating a fight or flight response in your nervous system because your nervous system is like, um, it, your nervous system is basically turned on because your, your subconscious mind is like, whoa, those, that goal that you just said, that thing you want to manifest is not in our self-image, okay? Because for years, you've been telling me that, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that, and you're scared to do this, and you're doubting yourself, and now you're setting this goal, so I'm resorting back to that because that's what you told me is true. Um, Because it's going to accept anything that you tell it it's true. Your subconscious mind accepts anything that you tell it um, as true. You know, when we're in the 
in the womb, we have nothing to do and we're just perfect. We're literally perfect beings, right? Because, you know, whether you believe in God or you want to call it infinite intelligence, source, consciousness, um, the universe, whatever you want to call it, okay, it has created, helps create that, that baby, right? And, um, and then it come, and then we come out to the world and then the humans are like, okay, universe, like we got it. Uh, we can take it over from here. And then, you know, especially from the ages of zero to seven, we're basically an open sub subconscious mind walking around. Okay. We have no conscious ability to accept and reject things that we hear and see and see, excuse me. Um, and so, over time, our self-image starts to be created in that subconscious. And, and um, you know, the people that raised us, they, they had our best interests at heart. They were doing the best they can, right? This type of uh, information is still considered like new age and not taboo, but just like not something that's presented as like parenting, right? To know that your kid is going to accept whatever you tell it, it's true. And so you're born with this clean slate. And then over time, you get dumped with beliefs, stories, and, um, you know, what you think is true about yourself. You just accept all of them, okay? And then over time, it forms this self-image in the subconscious, right? And so this is kind of why some kids, um, you know, I truly, I've said this in a past podcast, I truly don't think that anyone's dumb, okay? Do I think that people um, will get things faster uh, when they're in school? Yes. And this honestly also comes from a little bit of genes, but I mostly believe in, um, you know, what, how you were stimulated as a child. And it just goes back to the freaking subconscious mind, right? A child that's read to um, is going to subconsciously learn how to read and, and intellectually think faster than someone that's not necessarily read to, right? And so their self-image is someone that can be an intellect, right? And they get better grades, Right. And then the other person thinks that, you know, oh, I can't keep up with the other kids because of this. And so then they just automatically are going to get bad grades. Right. And and then they just get labeled as either like, oh, these are the smart kids and these are the not so smart kids. But in the end, anyone has the ability to to do whatever grades they want. It's based on the self image. That's why some kids will be able to just go out and um, be really bold and outgoing and whatever. And other kids are more shy. It's literally their self image. It's just been what they've told. And I tell this example in my Abundant Soul Academy, but it's kind of like this, um, you know, if when you're a little kid, let's say that you're in the car with your sibling and you and him are, um, or she and him or whatever are fighting, right? And your mom gets mad. Okay. And so then, and you're on the way to the store and then you go into the store and you see a toy that you want. And you're like, oh yeah, like I really want this toy. And then you go, mom, like, can I have this toy? And she goes, you know, based off how you guys were acting, do you really think you deserve that toy? Right? Because that's just what happens, you know, kids act and then there's consequences. And so as a child and you're just a subconscious mind walking around, you aren't saying like, oh, just in that point of time, I can't have what I want right now because I did act out, right? But all your subconscious mind and self-image took in was I'm not deserving. I'm not worthy, right? And and then, you know, it's also like, oh, um, you know, don't don't be too loud, be quiet. You have to listen to what I say, blah blah blah. You you know, kids can't fully express themselves and then they just think that, you know, fully express themselves is dangerous. And of course, this is all subconscious. 
right? This is all subconscious. And so when you go to do that new thing, when you go to set that manifestation, guys, and you feel that doubt and you feel that fear and you feel that anxiousness and you feel all that imposter syndrome and you say, who am I to have that money? Who am I to start that business? Who am I to have that life? It's because it's counteracting to the self-image that you have right now today, right? Our brain and nervous systems basically are continuing, continually leading us in the direction of our self-image, right? And our self-image is also created just from the image that images that we think about all day long. And sometimes we've thought about those images for so long that they just become an autopilot, right? It's kind of like when people get triggered. And so I hope you guys are seeing that your subconscious holds this self-image and based off this self-image is basically what we manifest guys because i've said this before like our subconscious mind holds our dominant vibration it holds our vibrational trademark what is our vibrational trademark our beliefs our thoughts our feelings and actions and our feelings and actions and thoughts are going to be in um all stem from those beliefs and your beliefs are coming from your self-image right what do you believe to be about true about you what do you believe to be true about life what do you believe to be true about money what do you believe to be true about other people about men friends sex whatever it is right you will manifest in congruence to that because we're we act in and feel in accordance to this self-image and what we believe to be true about ourselves um and that energy guys and this is in from a metaphysical standpoint that energy is what we're sending off to the universe right and so our, our self-image just goes out and brings back to us that same energy. And so if you set this manifestation and you're not changing this self-image, you're not looking at what you believe to be true about either the goal or you, you're going to be, you're going to end up disappointed. And this is what happens to people because they're like, like I said, I did the affirmations. I did the vision board. Like, and, and this also is why people are like, I find it hard to take action towards my goal and it's just because if your subconscious mind is is the habitual mind and you're not in the habit of doing those things putting in the physical work to get to your manifestation it's going to bring up the thoughts and feelings to direct you away from that act right you're kind of like oh man like but netflix is really calling my name um, even though I really need to record this podcast that I'm working on, you know, just an example. Or, oh, like, I feel really tired. Maybe I'll just take a nap. Or, like, oh, I'll start tomorrow. I'll start next week. Or it's fine. Like, I don't really have to do that thing. Like, you know, your mind is going, convinces you very easily to redirect, right? It redirects you away from the manifestation. And so not only is that you know, because your, your actions yield your results, guys. But then energetically, that's just not aligned either. Okay. And so this is truly the secret sauce and kicker of manifestation. And I go super, super deep into this in module two in uh, Abundant Soul Academy. Okay. I actually have two videos in Abundant Soul Academy for week two. So it's really like two weeks. Um, and I specifically explain to the students, like, Look, this is why your body is being pulled in this direction instead of the other direction because the vibration in your subconscious mind is just not aligned and that's just because we have to look at the self, right? Manifestation and shifting your reality is more about is less about the things, less about what you want and more about self. 
guys. It's all about coming back to the self. Now, this is not creating a self that is fake or egotistical or arrogant or all-powerful or something. This is about coming back to true self. And when you do come back to your true self, this is when you'll shift your reality. Or at least when you uncover a layer of your self-image in your subconscious and you shift one aspect of it, that's when your that's when your reality is going to shift, okay? Because not only I think you can see this from a practical standpoint, you can see this from an energetic standpoint, right? Because we, what do people say, guys? You attract what you are. You don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. And this is why people say you got to do the inner work because they're talking about the self-image. You literally have to be yourself as different. And from more of a psychological standpoint and maybe scientific, you know, we can only view life through the lens of our self-image, right? So we have tons of information coming into our brain, but our brain filters and we only process about 1% of it. And the 1% of it is going to be what's important and in congruence to that self-image that you hold, right? And so, you know, that's why people will um, manifest opportunities and some people won't. Some people will manifest the money, some people won't. Some people will do good in business, some people won't because it's based on that self-image. The subconscious can only co-create with the universe and bring into based off what is in your subconscious mind and how you feel about yourself, okay? And so shifting a reality, you know, when you go say, I want to create my dream life, to me that puts you into a vibration of it's not here yet, right? But we need to convince our subconscious mind that it's already here because we know that's true from quantum physics. All possibilities and realities exist right now right now, and here and, and uh, there's no technically past or future, right? But our subconscious mind can't tell the difference between fake and real life. It's why when you're watching a scary movie, you feel scared. It's why you can like get turned on when you think about, you know, whatever turns you on. Um, it's why you can get embarrassed or feel anxious if you think about something from the past or whatever, right? That stuff's not happening actually to you or right now. It's literally in your mind, right? And so, in and and that's why it's you want to say like I'm not, I don't have to create my dream life. It's more like I just have to shift my self image and tune to the frequency of my dream life because it's already here, guys. The people you need, the knowledge you need, the money you need, the houses you need the whatever you need to experience it's literally all here because everything exists here and now right and so when you do inner work this is when you're going to shift the reality when you change that self-image that's when you that's when you shift the reality because you're changing your vibration via changing your beliefs what you believe to be true about you in life then you shift your thoughts and your thinking and you shift your feelings and then you shift your actions because all that other stuff is shifted one way that I've really come back to self-love and my self-image, right, is true, true self-acceptance of now, right? Because, and from a spirituality aspect, think about it like you are a divine being having a human experience, right? And so if you're a divine being, why would you not be able to create that dream life? Right, or I shouldn't say create, like what I was just saying. Why couldn't you shift into that dream life? Why couldn't you tune your frequency to that dream life? You are a divine being. You are the universe, literally, in human form, right? 
that is all powerful guys that is infinite potential locked up in you just waiting to be expressed okay and all that's happened is you have just accepted untrue stories about yourself right and you have this dominant vibration and that dominant vibration per the subconscious mind and self-image have have made and created the life that you see today and that's all there is so if you can come back to i'm a divine being that's so liberating liberating to me right it's so liberating um because it just i don't know like when you first hear it you're like okay yeah like i get it but like just really sit and feel yourself being a divine being tune into that powerfulness tune into that just loving feeling of just holy shit like i'm divine i'm a divine being i i have infinite potential right and all i have to do is just change my self-image it's not actually me right we're not our thoughts we're not our feelings we're not our beliefs we're a divine being we just can't necessarily might see that right now but we can come back to that right because the thing that helped create you the universe, God, infinite source, consciousness, that's not going to make a defect. It's perfect. You have perfect spiritual DNA in you. And that's not, that's, that's true, right? That's not going anywhere. We just have to peel back the layers of what's making you be redirected from the goals and manifestations that you want. You just have to look at yourself. You have to get real with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself, right? Because, like I said, manifestation is less about the things and more about self. When you find that radical self-acceptance, okay, that's going to be changing your self-image. When you come to this radical self-acceptance and radical self or radical acceptance of what your life is now, you're feeling it all, right? You're not distancing yourself from what you want to manifest, right? Because once you start saying, uh, I really want to manifest this thing because I feel like my life is just going to be better over there that's just putting you in a frequency of it not being here yet and i hope that makes sense you guys should message me if that makes sense like right if you are thinking i want to manifest something all because i don't like where i am right now that's resisting it that's putting your body to a vibration of not how you would feel if you had the dream life right so it's just separating you those are two different frequencies and so finding that radical self-love and radical acceptance of what is now, you're just going to feel so much lighter. You're going to feel so much better. You're just going to start loving yourself more. And to me, that is really the first step of changing your self-image because I've been there where I have had a lot of self-hate. I've had a lot of self-doubt. Um, I felt worthless um, and just like I couldn't create my dreams as well. I've been there and it's, and it's, a, it's a bad feeling. You can get into a dark place really quickly, right? And so uncovering what you believe to be true, uncovering what you perceive yourself as, uncovering, um, you know, what's holding you back and essentially the shadow self is what's going to bring you closer to manifesting what you want. It's all energy, guys. It's all energy and it's all coming back to the true self. And so how do you do that? Okay, so one way, guys, um, you guys know my go-to is literally visualization or like mental pic mental imaging okay because remember your subconscious mind doesn't know if it's fake or make-believe okay and so the more 
and more and more you visualize yourself being that person that you want to become, living maybe your dream day, right? You just sit in a visualization and you and you see yourself waking up slow, making the best coffee, having the sun on your face. Maybe you hear the ocean, you know, maybe for me, it'd be like, um, you know, then I go do my client check-ins and, um, you know, I journal, I make a really healthy breakfast and then, you know, I get to take a walk and then I have more check-ins with clients and I do uh, work on my business, you know, whatever your dream life is. Picture yourself living that day. Picture yourself, you know, your bank account blowing up. Picturing yourself doing the speech. Picturing yourself on stage. Picturing yourself writing the book. You know, whatever you want. Um, you know, living in financial freedom. Just start doing that. Start tapping into those feelings. And it doesn't matter how far away you think it is right now. It's not as far away as you think. And the more you tune into this, it's going to change your self-image over time. Okay. The second part is to people try to run away from the bad, right? People try to suppress um, what they consider negative feelings and it's more so like, um, you know, they, they judge themselves for feeling a type of way, right? And over time, that is going to create literally a shadow self because you're just suppressing even the negative side and when you suppress something guys it actually goes into your subconscious mind and so it's going to haunt you essentially so one way that I've changed my self-image is literally through shadow work and you know that could be a whole podcast within itself but just start looking at your reactions start looking at your triggers right asking yourself why do I feel that way why um, what or more so like you could even just be like what am I feeling why am I feeling this way? Where is it coming from? And asking yourself, what is the belief and story that's attached to that that feeling, right? That emotion. And you can even ask, does this feeling or situation remind me of something in childhood, right? Um, because if you're being triggered and that emotion's coming up, it's a suppressed feeling, right? And the more you uncover that stuff, guys, you're going to realize how much of autopilot thoughts and emotions and actions have been dictating your life and how much the shadow has been trying to come out, right? And once you do this, you can start to heal and release it. And then you can start to be more in control of what you're feeling, right? And after I've done this, I cannot tell you how many things that used to annoy me and frustrate me, frustrate me, um, and how much more patient I've become, how much more, I don't know, empathetic and a good listener I've become to my friends. Like, you know, I used to be the type of person that it was all about me, kind of, and I just have really taken a step back after doing this shadow work and realizing, like, for me, it was coming back to self-love and acceptance because I lived in a household that was very, um, it, you, we had very high expectations, right? So I think as a child, I started to um, equate you, when you do something good, then you get love, right? Which my parents would probably be like, no way, we loved you no matter what. But remember, as a child, as an open subconscious mind, you're not making those conscious, rational decisions, right? You're just like recording what you're, you're, you're experiencing, right? Um, and most of the time it's not rational at all. And then there's consequences to that. And so me making it all about me, I realized like, oh my gosh, like I'm just trying to feel love by being like, look at me, right? And after realizing that I can have 
self-love and tap into the love and validation feeling whenever I want, no matter if I'm doing, if I'm being, if I failed, if I succeeded, if no matter how I'm being, I know that I got me and my self-love. And so I don't have to look for that in the outside world anymore, right? And the crazy thing about it is, guys, because this is manifestation, the epitome of it, once I felt that within myself, you know, that's when my reality shifted. I put the self-love and validation in my self-image. And therefore, I literally feel like I just was able to have kinder friends and people would give me more compliments. And I just almost like got the validation when I wasn't looking for the validation. I didn't need it anymore, right? I wasn't putting that on a pedestal, right? And so that's what people do in manifestation is they put their 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 desire on that pedestal because their self-image and ego are like, oh, I, I, uh, I want this right now. I want this. I need this because my life isn't good without this thing. I can't feel good without this thing when really you can create a self-image and emotional intelligence and a subconscious program. It's kind of all the same to feel that whenever you want to just have that consistent bliss freedom abundant feeling whenever you want guys it's already in you because remember source and the universe didn't it didn't mess up it didn't make someone defective it's not dangling a carrot in front of your face like i'm placing these desires on your heart um but you're never gonna get there you never can get there i'm just gonna tease you okay the universe is not teasing you your desires are literally destined for you and you just have to uncover these aspects in your subconscious mind you have to go to the self-image okay because a lot of time people just we just sell ourselves so short and it's just because of the experiences from childhood um or maybe even in adolescence um and now it's just carrying over and we just block ourselves from really um you know having that energetic alignment right the actual energy coming off of us in our electromagnetic field but then also just actions too. We just block ourselves from taking the action because we have to take action for the manifestation, guys. So shadow work and visualization are two huge ways of that I've changed my self-image, okay? There are, like I said, there's more ways to do this, like hypnosis and EF, uh, emotional freedom technique tapping and um, time technique, which is an NLP thing. Um, and you can find a lot of this like on YouTube to change your self-image. But the book that I use to really get into self-image work, guys, is called Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. Um, and he is a doctor that he was a plastic surgeon, actually. And he realized after sometimes he did some plastic surgery, this, um, the people would be more confident and enjoy life. But sometimes people would um, have the surgery and be and and still say you didn't do anything. I still look ugly, right? And so he started into this basically huge psychology research of why are some people still considering themselves the old way? And um, he found that it is your subconscious mind and more importantly the self-image that we hold in our subconscious mind. And that self-image literally dictates your nervous system and therefore dictates what we do in life and what we can get in life, right? And so I just think this is like so important because 
I don't know, like, I just feel like if everyone's self-image was their true selves, we would just solve, like, so many problems in the world, which, that's a huge feat, and probably should be a different podcast, but I just want the women to know out there with the big dreams and with the big desires that just feel all this, um, animosity, animosity, animosity (laughs) to themselves, in creating that goal and creating that manifestation and creating that dream life, like you can do it guys. You just might have to do a little, you're going to have to do some inner work. You're going to have to take some physical action. You're going to have to go learn. You're going to have to hire a mentor. You're going to have to do things that you don't want to do. You have to do things that you weren't doing before. You're going to have to um, have old things fall away, old patterns fall away, old friends fall away. You're going to go through it, But what is the consequence of not doing that work? What is the consequence of not shifting your self-image? What is the consequence of not looking deep within yourself and reflecting, right? Because you have to accept yourself to get your manifestations. We have, we can't resist where we are. We can't resist who we are right now, right? Because then we can't, if we, if we keep, um, we don't accept ourselves, you know, we can't realize the true potential, right? Because we need to just accept yourself, be yourself. And once you do that, you'll realize the true potential and the huge possibilities that are unique to you, right? And to me, not doing this inner work and not looking deeper into these metaphysical principles in your subconscious mind is like turning your back on yourself, right? Because we can't go out and manifest our dream life if we're feeling ashamed, if we're hating ourselves, if we're refusing, refusing to reflect inward and recognize where we're at. We can't do it. We just can't. It just doesn't work like that. You have to sit in your shit a little bit. You don't have to do it for long. You don't have to do it forever, right? But to put your foot into the path, you have to start uncovering this stuff. It's important because this is your life. It's one trial run. And, you know, again, it's like less about the things. And I just want people to feel good. I just want you to feel good about yourself. I want you to walk into a room and and own own yourself. I want you to exude that confidence. I want you to exude that magnetism. I want you to, you know, be the role model for our next generation of women coming up. I want to uncover that generational shit that's holding you back and support you and creating the woman that is truly in there right? You were born as that woman. It's just those stories and beliefs that have just bogged bogged you down, keeping you from energetically manifesting and physically taking action towards what you want. Because what you want matters, right? What you want matters. Your desires matter because we came here to unlearn that shit, guys, and create the life that we want. That's the whole point of life and to enjoy it and to feel good. It's not supposed to be a struggle. It's not supposed to, you know, uh, I don't even know. It's not supposed to just be not enjoyed, right? We're supposed to literally seize the day as cliche as that is, right? And so shifting into a new reality, to sum this up, is truly about looking at what you believe about yourself. What do you believe about life? How do you feel about yourself, right? When you think about your desire, what's the first thing that you feel? You can start there. And it'll probably be a very good indication of what you feel about yourself. Start listening to yourself talk. Start listening to your, or start feeling your feelings. Start paying attention to that stuff. 
and go do some shadow work. You can reach out to me if you need help on this or you can Google whatever you want to do. I'd love to support you because you have to unpeel those layers. Okay. And you're going to start, you're going to start feeling so much better guys. Oh my God. I can't even like begin to tell you like how much the spice of life just like comes back in you because you just realize like your true authentic self. I don't need like, it's just a thing that happens, okay, over time. And then visualization, right? Visualize you living as the person that you want to become. And over time, you're going to program that subconscious, program that new self-image. And when you do, your reality is going to shift because right now you can only manifest with what you are right now. So if you look at your life right now and if you don't do this type of inner work and change that self-image, guys, you're going to pretty much you might get a little far, but if you want to change your life, it's, it has to go beyond vision boards and affirmations and, right, you have to take the leaps that other people aren't and you have to just take a look at yourself. You have to be raw, you have to be real, and you have to be gentle and self-loving and accepting as you are now, right? It's a very non-judgmental process. Your ego is probably going to want to judge. You might try to resort to, um, you know, that's that feeling of guilt and maybe shame, but just sit there and feel it for a second and just know that it's not you and it's safe to release it. It's safe to create a new self-image and that we are no longer selling ourselves short. We are no longer, um, going to let doubt and fear and anxiety control what we think is possible for us. Okay. And once you do, your reality is going to shift because you cannot perceive, you cannot live life a different way without changing the self-image in your subconscious mind. Okay. So I'm going to end this now before it gets too long, but I would love to know if this helped you, if this um, cleared things up into maybe why you're feeling certain things things like when you go to manifest um, or set a goal or whatever um, and maybe give you some insight as to what's what's blocking you you know maybe you got to go do some inner work and release that shit and create a new energetic field within you create that new self-image within you guys and you will start manifesting at a higher level okay so with that being said thank you guys for tuning in let me know if this please let me know if you listen to this episode if it helped you share it on your ig i'd seriously love to connect with you and and know who's listening to the podcast because i love this thing so freaking much okay and until then i will talk to you guys next week thanks for listening to the abundance attitude podcast let me know if you liked this week's episode by leaving a review or message me on Instagram. If you aren't following me, you can find me at The Abundance Attitude. To tune in each week, you can hit subscribe. And until next week's episode, I am wishing you all the abundance.